Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and from the Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. In our Holy Gospel this morning, Jesus says, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided household falls. If that is true, and being the words of our Lord Jesus himself, they indeed are, that every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided house falls. What does that mean for the kingdom in which we live at present? And by kingdom, I mean this republic, this nation. Is this nation laid waste? Is it a divided household falling? I don't think we can argue that it's not. It is indeed. And that makes sense because we, we know as those in Christ, as the church, that the only kingdom that endures forever is the kingdom of God, the kingdom ushered in by our Lord Jesus Christ, over which he reigns as king. This kingdom, this earthly kingdom, will be laid waste. It will fall. And I think we are all keenly aware that it is, as we speak, falling down around us. As we become more and more divided, more and more polarized. And the things which Paul condemns in our epistle for today, sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness, become more and more celebrated and opposition to those things is not tolerated. That leaves us as a people kind of grasping and struggling for footing. Where does that leave us as the people of God? I think we falsely hope that some person or some election or some culture change is going to come along and and set it all right. Well, yeah, that'll be when Jesus comes back. And all these kingdoms pass away and there is a new heaven and new earth. But until Jesus does come back, what is the church to do when kingdoms fall and it's all being laid waste? What is the church to be doing? That is what St. Paul outlines in our epistle from Ephesians chapter 5. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. The church is to be a different sort of people than the rest of the world because the church imitates God and imitates Jesus. 
It is set apart. It looks different. It does not celebrate or excuse sexual immorality and impurity and covetousness. Those things, Paul says, should not even be named among you. That's not proper among saints. The church is like Israel. In the Old Testament reading, when they were slaves in Egypt and the kingdom of Egypt was falling down all around them and Pharaoh's power was being broken so that God's power might be extolled. The plagues landed on the people of Egypt and on Pharaoh and his household, but not on the people of God. They were different. They were set apart. And so are you, imitators of God. And of Christ Jesus, walking in love as Christ loved. We've been studying 1 Timothy on Thursday mornings. And there was a word that kind of jumped off the page at me as we were studying 1 Timothy chapter 4. In that text, Paul instructs this young pastor at the church in Ephesus, where our book comes, where our epistle comes from today. He told Timothy... Train yourself for godliness. Command and teach these things. Paul called Timothy and the people of his church to train themselves to be godly. That's not a word we use a whole lot, and that's why it kind of slapped me upside the head, frankly. We don't ever talk about being godly people. About being the sort of people that when people look at your life and how you order your life and your priorities, do they see a loving God behind it all? Do they see the sacrifice of Jesus and how you order and live out your life? Because it ought to look different. Paul uses special language to describe who God's people are and how they are to be as everything falls down around them. He calls them imitators of God. He calls them beloved children, saints, light in the Lord, children, of light. When kingdoms are laid waste and fall apart, the people of God are light in the Lord. When everything is darkness, rather than despair and wringing of hands and fretting over what will come, the church of God in Jesus Christ shines as a light because the light of the world, Jesus Christ, is in each of us. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking which are out of place, but instead, let there be thanksgiving. I think we could all do well to replace more of our words 
with words that give thanks to God. That reveal the light of Christ that is in each and every one of us. You are light in the Lord. What is it? Who is it that the world needs right now, that this nation needs, that our community needs right now? What it needs is you. Not in sort of a pull yourself up by the bootstraps, do it on your own sort of way, but rather you who are light in the Lord, in whom Christ is living and dwelling, you will be the one that shines the light that Christ crucified and risen from the dead indeed reigns over all things in a kingdom that cannot be shaken, a kingdom that will never be laid waste, a kingdom that endures forever. I'll never forget... Something that stuck with me that my grandfather used to say from this pulpit many, many years ago. He would tell the congregation in a reminder of that it's not a big sacrifice to give up an hour a week to come to church. He would say, there are 168 hours in a week. You can give God one of them. I'm going to pose the opposite question. You can give God that one hour of the week. What does your life look like the other 167? Sure, it all presents well for us to be in this place on this day where Jesus is indeed risen from the dead, living and dwelling in us with his gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation. But Jesus does not stop being Lord the minute you walk out the door. The people of God are called to imitate God. They're beloved children. They are light. You are light in the Lord. You, beloved children, are what this darkened world needs because you go baptized into the one who is crucified, risen, and reigning even now and shining through you. At one time, Paul says, you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. You belong to a kingdom that will never be laid waste, that will never fall. A kingdom manifested when Jesus shed his blood upon the cross, paying your debt of sin rising from the dead and calling you out of darkness to live in his light. Yes, for eternity. 
but even now. Would you agree with me? Our world, our nation, our community could use godly people, people that imitate God, people that walk in love. You are those people. You are light because you are in the Lord and he always scatters the darkness. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.